0: her past, her past, who she was before, her past represented um, her old lifestyle. But her place in history is going to be secured by her faith. Her place in history is going to be known by what she did, her act of faith and her deeds. And so James concludes that and he says, as the body without the spirit, without the breath, is dead. So faith without deeds is dead as well. So I want to kind of jump to something else. I want to kind of kind of talk about something else as well because when I first started reading this and um reading James 2 or even just the book of James itself uh I was reminded to go to Romans as well. Romans chapter 3 ver, um verse 27 and and I'm going to read it to you guys because I, I want to talk. There's a contradiction here or there's a perception that there's a contradiction here. And I want to talk about that to kind of solidify what I mean by works, uh, works without deeds. So if you go to Romans chapter three, and I'm going I'm to pull it up real quick. And in verse 27, we're going to start there and we're going to try to break this down a little bit. And this is, and and uh, this is Paul speaking here, and he says, "Where then is boasting? It is excluded because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires no, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. So, if you read this on the surface, it's sounding like Paul is contradicting." Or excuse me, James is contradicting Paul. He's, Paul is saying, no, you, you're justified by your faith. He's not saying it by the faith alone, but he, he and, and this is where I want to try to break this down so we can understand it a little better. Where you hear uh, where you hear James say uh, you need works as well as faith. Paul is saying you need faith. So I'm going to try to break this down a little bit more. So again, I'll read it again. Where then is boasting? Is it, is it excluded by what kind of law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. For when we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from works of the law or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. Since indeed God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith is one, do we then nullify the law through faith? May it never be on the contrary, we establish the law. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham was justified by his work, we talked about that earlier. He has, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. So I'm going to go um, to 4. Excuse me, chapter 4, verse... Or chapter 4, verse uh, 4. Forgive me. Now to the ones who works, his wage is not credited as favor, but as what is due. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteous. So we have to understand in the beginning when I was talking about James, when I was talking about chapter 2, um the audience that James was talking to, he was talking to um Jews that was converted as Christians. So and uh, the Jews used to follow the law of Moses or they followed the law of Moses. So in those in those laws, um you have you have to follow those specific laws in order to be considered saved. And so what Paul is saying here, what Paul is talking about here, um and in, in, in Romans, he's talking to the He's talking to the audience of Jews, but he's also he's also trying to validate uh, Gentiles being saved as well. So what he's saying is is that um, Jews, you follow the law you you go by um, you need to be circumcised in, in order for your faith, uh, or excuse me, God will justify your uh, the circumcised by the faith. and he's saying the uncircumcised the Gentiles who did not follow those laws, he will also justify their um, their faith as well so what what the what people say the contradiction is is that um, they're saying that you don't need to have works you don't need to have deeds in order for your faith to be justified and I believe that's I believe what James is doing is James is actually validating Paul's point because what James is trying to say is through your faith and your belief in Jesus you will naturally have those good deeds come out of you. So what Paul is saying, I don't need to show, I don't need to do something to justify my faith. And James is saying, if I have faith, my faith will show those deeds, those good things, and that shows that I have faith. So let me try to back up and explain it again. So what Paul is saying is, if I I was to say, if I was to say, you need to go chop down that tree if you chop down that tree, that means you have faith. That means you believe in God. That's your works. You need to go do that in order to have faith. And what James is saying, no, if you have faith and you truly believe and you truly, if you truly believe and you truly understand God's word, you're going to go chop down that tree anyway because you know you guys need it. You know your brothers need that firewood in order to stay warm instead of cold. So what Paul is saying is, is that, I don't need to do works. I don't need to do those things in order to justify my faith. My faith is already justified if I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And what James is saying, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to do those things that he has done, and that's going to show your faith. So it's, it's not a contradiction. It's saying that one is saying, if one is trying to tell the other, I don't need to be justified by the works that I've done. That's not it. I have faith in God. And James is saying, if I have faith in God, I'm going to do those things anyway. I'm going to go and help my brother out. I'm going to go and help my sister out. I'm going to go and treat my neighbor like I want to be treated. I'm going to go and preach the gospel. I'm going to go to church on Sunday. I'm going to go to uh, Bible study on Friday or Wednesday. I'm going to go to uh, prayer on Friday. I'm going to do all of those things because I have God in me and, and God in me is reflected outward. Whereas Paul is saying, I don't need to do this to bring God in me. I already believe. I already have faith. And and so that was when I was studying this. And I remember I remember as someone who hasn't been up here or when some some, as someone who wasn't up here yet, as someone who was just reading the Bible and studying the Bible. And I remember I was like, man, that kind of contradicts each other. So I have to study it even more and I understand. I understand because sometimes you can read things in the Bible and if you truly don't get what's going on in that time, if you truly don't understand who the audience is or what they're talking about, you can run into that. And that, that, when I really broke that down, that kind of blew my mind because I, I understand James and I understand Paul. I understand Paul is saying that the things that you guys were requiring people to do to, to justify their faith, we don't have to do that. And James is saying those things, we would do it automatically. It will come to us naturally because we're walking with Christ, because Christ is within us. So so faith without works is dead. So what he's saying is the work that you do, if, you, if he's saying, if you're if you're a believer, James is saying, if you're a believer and you're, you follow the word, you should be doing those things. And if you're not doing those things, then something's wrong with you. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with your faith. Something's wrong with your belief. You need to act upon that. And, and you know, it's a lot of stuff is going on in this world today. A lot of things are going on. Um, we don't have to speak about it behind the pulpit, but we can understand. And I encourage and I, I felt like this is the reason why God sent me to this book. Because to me, this book kind of represents the book of James I'm talking about. All five chapters kind of represent what we should be doing as Christians on a daily basis. It kind of represents if, if you have if you're struggling uh, about your walk, about your faith, if you're struggling on what you should be doing, if you're struggling and confused on how you should live your life, read the book of James, all five, all five chapters. It will help you. It will guide you through that. It will help you through that. And I kind of wrote that down um, just to go back a little bit so i can explain what i mean because it's 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 basically like chapter 1 chapter 1 is basically like what christians have chapter 2 the chapter we're we're looking at right now is like what christians do what you should be doing chapter 3 kind of gives us an idea of what christians should say how we should speak chapter 4 gives us an idea of what christians should feel how how you should feel and chapter 5 gives us examples of how Christians should give back. So I I, kind of wanted to, I I put that in the beginning. I kind of wanted to come back to that real quick um, because I feel like it's important. Right now we're going through a lot of um, division and, and a lot of fighting and a lot of arguing, a lot of back and forth. And it's funny because it's not just to strangers. It's to our families, to our friends. Uh, in our households, and, and I, I just feel like that's, that's what we're surrounded with right now, and God is trying to tell us, like, we need to go back to our faith, go back to what we believe and start acting like that. Like, I, sh- I, sh- I, I don't have to sit here and argue with people on the streets um, about who, who won this or who won that or who, it doesn't matter. What does God tell me to do on a daily basis? What does my Lord Jesus Christ show me as an example to do on a daily basis? I, I shouldn't I shouldn't argue about the color of someone's skin or 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 you know who said what or who's doing it because that's not what my God tells me to do on a daily basis. That's how how my God tells me to live my life. And we are human. We're human. So sometimes we fall into that trap, but we need to be reminded and that's that's when we use our tools our tools in the bible the word the word is our weapon and we go back and we find those tools that we need to combat the things that are going on in our lives on a daily basis and and so that's why i feel like it's important uh or our god gave me uh this bible study to to work with to use his words to to speak out to the people and um, and it's and it's a reminder for myself i'm i tell you church i'm i'm not I'm, I'm not someone who brags or boasts. I, I, you know, when when it was time to um, to step up in the church and to step up in ministry, it was hard for me to accept. It was hard for me to accept. You can even ask the pastor. He will, he will vouch for me. I told him I didn't want to do it. And it wasn't because I wasn't a believer, but it, it it's a, it's something that you have to take serious and it's something because as a teacher they say you you are accountable when you go to heaven on the things that you teach and the things that you say behind this pulpit and so if you're not taking it serious if you're someone who's just in and out of church or if you're someone who who don't who don't read the bible or if you're someone who who just plays church um that's a big deal <laughs> that you're going to have to answer to that and so I say that to say that um, I, I don't speak these words lightly. I don't speak these things that, that, are say, that I'm saying as, as someone that's just trying to get by. I truly believe it. And if, if in this day and age, uh, this time right now, even through all the pandemic and, and all the, the fighting amongst each other as a country, um, as brothers, as sisters, as people in the church, uh we need to go back to to scripture like this to remind us you know um he was talking to the 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 um the Jews who were converted who were scattered because they were getting persecuted for believing for acting for for doing the things of Christ and so they was getting scared they were getting scared to 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 step out and show their faith and because of all the the bickering and fighting and stuff now, in today's age, some Christians are scared. Some Christians are scared to say that they're Christians. Some Christians are scared to preach the word. Some Christians are scared to say, I love God. I love Jesus. And, and, and I believe in his teachings. And I walk by that. And I live my life by that. Um, because we don't, we don't like the confrontation. We don't like the, the people coming back at us. We don't like the people questioning us. So we kind of shudder. Or even even if it's not that, even if it's, if it's you know what, I believe in God, but I, I just don't want to do the work. I don't want to show up. I don't want to live my life like that. I don't, I don't want to change who I am or who I I, I, I don't, I want to go back to who I was before because this walk is hard, because this lifestyle is hard. He doesn't say it's going to be easy. He says it's going to be hard, but he gives you the tools to go to fight through that on a daily basis. And and it's tough. It's tough to do. You know, we we all are human. We all have problems. We all wake up every day and something challenges us. But your reward is not here on this earth. Your reward is your reward is your salvation. Your reward is the kingdom of God. And if you say you believe that but you don't do the acts, you don't do the the works, you won't get there. And and there's times where the truth's like that we need to be reminded of. We need to be reminded of that that if, if I'm not doing the work on a daily basis then then my faith it means nothing. I can talk a good game. There's people that we probably know or could know or can name that's been in the church for 20, 30, 40 years but never lived the life that they were supposed to live and when they passed away where did they go? It's a hard pill to swallow but where did they go? And if we don't want that for our life, if we don't want that for our soul, our spirit, our, self, our We we need to be acting in the, in the. Um, we need to be acting as God acted here on this earth, as Jesus acted here on this earth. Um, so again, I say, I say, uh, James and Paul, or James, don't refute Paul's teaching, but he confirms it. He's basically saying. That if you have faith in you and you act upon that faith, the works that you do will come automatically. It's not the works that makes your faith whole. It's your faith that makes those works come out of you naturally. Faith through works. Faith works through love. Excuse me. So again, I'm going to get ready to close. And give me one to the wrong page. So again, I'm going to get ready to close. So again, what James what what um Sorry about this. So again, what what James was saying, what is what is it good what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but, but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? And I feel like we, could, we have to continue to ask ourselves that question. Because that's the most important part. Can that faith save you? No. It's a simple answer. But we struggle with it because we don't think about it. We struggle with it because we don't, we don't understand it. I'm a good person brother I don't, I don't bother anybody I don't do drugs I don't drink I don't hurt anyone I don't harm anyone I, I live a good life you know I've had those conversations why do I need to to do this I, I'm, I'm already a good person and what what God is saying is that if you, if you don't believe in him or if you believe but you don't show that to your fellow people in this world then you don't have true faith your your faith is dead your faith your faith is demonic faith you believe like the demons believe they believe they believe God is real and they tremble they shudder at his at his presence but they don't they don't have that faith in them they don't live their life by that faith so it means nothing if I'm, if I'm telling somebody at work that oh, you know I go to church on Sunday man the preacher preached a good word you should listen to it but that message that the preacher preached you don't live by that message you don't act on that message you're just sharing it with other people but don't actually live your life. That, that visitor, that co-worker sees you and like, man, he told me to listen to his message. I see him do the opposite every day. What is your faith? No one's going to believe you. So it's important to, to know that. It's important to understand that because if you don't act on those things, if 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 the preaching, if the teaching one day is on, is on not to worry, but then you go home and worry. <laughs> you know, if the teaching, if the teaching for that day, if that pre- if the preaching on that day is to love thy neighbor, but you go home and yell at the neighbor who, who parked their car next to your driveway, and you couldn't get in. If you see what I'm saying, these are the examples. These are the things that I'm talking about. And these are the things that James is talking about. You know what I mean? You can't say that I follow God, I believe in God, but then you hate the people in your church. You hate the songs that are being sung or or you just back criticizing and you don't want to step in and do some work. That's what he's saying. Faith without works is dead. Your faith, if if it doesn't produce good works, then it's dead. You know, the, um, on Sunday pastor used the analogy of a of a tree being deep rooted in the ground. And being, and the tree being and wanting to be as tall, his faith wanting to be as tall as that tree. So what, what happens is if your tree, which is you, and your faith is deep rooted in the word of God then it's going to produce good fruit. What's the fruit? The fruit is for other people to come and pick that off and eat from it. The fruit fruit is your acts. The fruit is your kindness. The fruit is your joy. The fruit is for those that can see that and say, man, I'm hungry and that looks good. I'm hungry for the word of God and this person right here is showing me what it's like to be in the word of God, what it's like to walk that walk. So if we as Christians have rotten roots and fruits ain't being produced or the fruit that's being produced is bad, why would someone want to eat from that? Why would I want to go to that church? Why would I want to believe in that God? You know, I've had these conversations before with people who I felt, it was kind of tough at first until I tr- truly understand that word where where people would tell me, I love your God, but I don't love your Christians because your Christians don't act like your God. And I'm like, oh man, I felt judged. And I'm like, okay, well, is it, is it because we're not acting God-like? Is it because we're not showing the world who our God is by our behaviors, by the things that we say, the things that we do, the way that we act, the way that we treat others. Where people are looking at us and looking at us and saying, Why am I why would I believe in that faith? And that's important, church. That's important because we're gonna be, when we step up to the pearly gates, we're gonna be asked about our works. We're going to be asked about the things that we did. We're going to be asked about the, how we treated others around us. And that's not what I want for me. That's not what I want for my family. That's not what I want for my friends. That's not what I want from the members of my church. So you got to ask yourself, am I, if, am I, if, is my faith the faith like the demons? Or if I'm true faith, And and my deeds, the things that I do on a daily basis, the things, the way that I act, the things that people receive from me, does that justify my faith? Thank you, church.